0: This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the city of Boston. Fuck you. I'm walking in. <laughs> okay.
1: From here on, nothing goes down unless I'm involved. No blackjack, no dope deals, no nothing. A nickel bag gets sold in the park. I want in.
0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to Roller Credits, the podcast. I'm Frank. I'm Zach. And today we are doing City of New York King. Except because, you know, fuck Boston. Man, Boston's going to be really pissed <laughs> They're going to be mad about this one. Uh, Zach. King the, of New York. The King of New York, yes. Um, interesting kind of, like, story on how I found this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to Quentin Tarantino talk about,
1: like... Feet? Yes.
0: No, he was talking about just... I don't know. They were just kind of, like, riffing off of, like, great movies, and, and they just went into, like, a full-blown hour-and-a-half discussion about this movie called The King of New York. Mm-hmm. And he was just ranting and raving about how incredible it was, and the other guys were like, "We just saw it. We really, really enjoyed it." And I was like, "Let me give this movie a shot." Mm-hmm. And uh, and putting it on, not like not, I, I definitely don't feel like it's the greatest movie ever, but for like the nineties, for like a nineties exploitation mob film,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I thought it was really good. It's it's cool. I thought it was really good, and. I, go ahead. I have a couple of things with it. Well, there's but, definitely like some problems. Mm-hmm. And I'm not again, I'm not saying it's the greatest movie, but I think it's a movie worth talking about. Yeah. Like I think it's a movie that like hey, don't let this one like completely like go underneath like, you know, fly by you because like I think it's actually really A, it's got every fucking superstar in the world in it.
1: In the 90s. Yeah.
0: And B, uh Christopher Walken is incredible in this movie. So,
1: I I honestly like He's one of those, like, rarities for me where it's like George Clooney, where I haven't seen... You just don't know anything I about him? I just don't know anything that he's really been in other than the beginning scene in Pulp Fiction. Really? That's... I honestly, like, I can't think of anything that's, like, memorable of, like, Christopher Walken. Wow. It's just I know who he is, and I know he's a good actor. And then this was a situation where it's like, okay, he plays the main character.
0: Well... You should. If you don't know anything, if you're gonna see one Christopher Walken performance other than this, mm-hmm. I recommend The Deer Hunter.
1: Oh yeah, 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 duh. Oh, so
0: you now oh, so all <laughs> of a sudden, <laughs> now you're <a> Christopher Walken? <laughs> oh, I expert. forgot. Like, man, like it's Christopher Walken.
1: What has he really done?
0: He's <laughs> <What>? saying, <laughs> <laughs> "Catch me if you can." Mm-hmm. Really good in that. Shut mm-hmm. up. Get me. Get yeah. me uh, <laughs> I'm getting you pissed.
1: <laughs> uh, so, King of New York came out in 1990. It was directed by Abel Ferrara. You have Christopher Walken in here who plays Frank White. You have my personal favorite in this film, uh, Lawrence Fishburne, who plays Jimmy Jump. You have David Caruso, who plays a dickhead cop named Dennis Gilly. You have fucking Wesley Snipes in here, yeah. playing his partner Thomas Flanagan. You have Victor Argo playing Roy Bishop, the head uh cop, I don't know, detective. We're, yeah. Yeah, we'll go with detective. Uh, You have Janet Julian, who is gorgeous in this film. Uh, She plays Jennifer. You have Steve Buscemi for a minute. He's kind of like a, like just a hey. Yeah. And then again, just for a minute, you have uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Lance. uh,
0: What? Lance, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's not in it for much, but I mean, again, he's, he's Moff Gideon from Mandalorian. So. Well,
0: he's, 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 what's his name from Breaking Bad? Yeah. It's literally the only two things that I know him from but he's... los pollos hermanos <laughs> uh, and this is a movie about a uh, I guess he's like a drug kingpin and he gets he gets like just released from prison mm-hmm. and uh, and he's basically like I'm gonna pretty much kind of become the king of New York like he's like I'm gonna start pushing drugs and I'm gonna be the guy like I am going to be the kingpin again mm-hmm. um what an awesome opening scene with him in jail? No. Well, so like that whole scene is great. Like mm. the the credits rolling oh, are awesome. Look. But like the phone booth scene?
1: Yes, awesome.
0: And like the the introduction to that guy and like him in his like suave kind of like house and he's got like the beautiful naked women around him and he goes and he goes to the phone booth to make the phone call and then mm. just gets shot the fuck up. Like and then... they do like it's not the violence of this movie is not like uh like
1: held back at all at
0: all like at all it's just so violent and i loved it
1: i did like laugh a little bit when after they shoot him up to the point where like he's basically swiss cheese yeah and then they hand him the newspaper but it also goes to show like how big of a deal frank white is yeah and I love the fact that they don't actually tell you what he went into jail for. Yeah. Um. It's kind of like a cool little mystery of like how fucking bad was it. Because everybody when he gets out is like, man, like you really should calm down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And, and, he's,
0: and he's been in prison for a while. Yeah, the way like that they, probably The way they explain years. it, they, they say that it's been like 20 years. So it's yeah. like, it's he's whatever he did is like not, you know, it's not like anything uh light. Yeah. Um. And the one thing that I really liked about this movie was, I kind of mentioned it, was like it's kind of like this this exploitation mm-hmm. mob film it's not like the
1: it's not like the goodfellas
0: or the right, godfather that came out in exactly. the 90s exactly it's not like those other movies this is definitely like a step down mm-hmm. and maybe a, definitely a step down in quality but there's something but a about step
1: right to the to the so like the grittiness side, and yeah.
0: yeah like exactly so there's like a step down in like the quality of it you can just tell right mm-hmm. like they don't they clearly don't have like a huge budget for this movie um but but, yeah, I mean, the violence is really, really violent and awesome. Uh, the characters, I thought, were really fun to be around. I really enjoyed being around, like, Lawrence Fishburne. Ama- like, he's probably my favorite character in this film. Yeah. Because, I mean, from And the I've beginning... never seen him act in a... F- because, apparently, like, in the 90s, like, he was, like, the shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he... I've ne- I've only seen him as, like, the cool, composed character. Exactly.
1: Like, Matrix. Like, right. what's his face?
0: I don't know his name. Yeah, the I mean, Matrix, it. who cares? <laughs> Um, and, like, he, I think he's in, like, Law and Order TV shows mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and he's always just, like, the cool, composed, calm guy. And in this, he's, like, insane.
1: He's full-on, like, gangster. Yeah. Like, he's he's ready to, like, just kill you at a moment's notice. Yeah. Like, even, like... The first introduction where he, he brings over the briefcase and What it's a just good scene. It's just full of tampons. He's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like to plug you up with motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, dude. There are
0: so many great one liners. Yes. When he goes Room to get service, <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> When he goes to get the the chicken. Yeah. Right before he gets arrested. Yes. And the guy's like, that'll be fifty seven, whatever. And he's like, fifty seven, you know, whatever. And the guy's like, Yeah, he's like fuck you very much and he just like (laughs) grabs it and he walks away it's like come on man that's Mm -hmm. great yeah (laughs) he
1: was my favorite character in this film yeah like especially too like when he first sees um frank white after like getting out and he's like what are you drinking and he's like root beer <laughs> and then drinks it and then crushes the cups like you want some
0: <laughs> yeah and I love when Christopher Walker starts dancing yeah uh, man uh, super weird <laughs> but super like, weird but like you get like the like the camaraderie like oh they're so they're all super happy because like for a moment you're like what the hell is gonna happen here mm-hmm. like is, are they enemies are they friends like what is going on um and then they all like get together and they all like and it's like wow okay like the tension has just been released and like I was like wow that was a really good like tension building moment mm-hmm um, one thing that I really enjoyed about the movie and I kind of wish they explored it a little bit more was just like the character of Frank. Like mm-hmm. he, he, co- he comes in and he's like, I want to be mayor of this city. Yeah. And he's like, okay, he's going to be like a crooked mayor. Like he's going to be a mayor that's going to be beneficial for almost everybody mm-hmm. because he's like, he's kind of wanted to clean up the city and like bring up like the hospitals and stuff. And like, yeah, you which know, is really cool, which is really great. But then also he wanted to like be like a dirty mayor where he's mm. like, I'm running like we're going to fucking be like the mules here. And like we're going to be like like the central location for like where drugs are going to be like distributed from. Yeah. And I thought that aspect of it was really cool. I just feel like it wasn't explored enough where like like it didn't really it it was mentioned to a point where like it's kind of a bit of a so, like a side story, but mm-hmm. it wasn't explored enough for it to be like a gratifying side story.
1: Yeah, he almost, like, he comes off a little too one-dimensional with it, but he has that where, like, you know, he wants to clean up the city and he has, like, these intentions for good, but also in a bad way. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. And I wish they would have, like, dug a little bit deeper on it where it's, like, during the film he kind of, like, gains a little bit more political power yeah and like he gets almost up there right and that's kind of why like he's kind of untouchable by the cops yeah like that would have been cool yeah um but again like he is basically untouchable in this film yeah and you see that from when he first meets like the one guy um where he sends like his guy out and be like hey frank wants to talk to you and he's like go tell Frank to fuck off and then 20 minutes later he comes down and is like what so you want me to fuck off let's play <laughs> let's, let's fucking play cards here yeah, and yeah. then he just shoots the shit Yo, he out
0: sh- of him he, he shoots him like three like three or four times mm-hmm. But, like, in, he, he shoots him a bunch, and then he's dead. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, says, like, his little piece, and then he shoots him again. Yeah. And then he says his piece, and then he shoots him again. He mm-hmm. just keeps shooting him. It's very, very funny. But that guy pissed on that other dude. Yeah. I was like, come on, man. I, can you just pee on a moment's notice like that? I just, I don't think I would, I don't think I could do that. I feel like my bladder's a little too shy for that. <laughs> like, <laughs> there are some, like, so listen, so, like,
1: it took me probably 20 year. I'm 27 now. It took me 20 years to be comfortable peeing like in a public bathroom in like the the urinal. Yeah. So I don't think I could do that. Just in
0: front of all your boys, like, at a, at a poker yeah, table, I, just whip In middle school, whip it, was it, the, out.
1: In the, it was the worst. Like, middle school, I had to, like, wait until, like, nobody else was in there yeah. for me to just go in the stall. Yeah,
0: yeah definitely. <laughs> I, I definitely am a little gun-shy, too. I'm like, eh, i So I, I'll I don't wait.
1: think that I could pull it out and just be like, here, motherfucker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it also kind of, like, is, like, the ultimate disrespect. Oh, like, yeah. Like, if you can really just pee on command and just pee, pee on somebody like that, like, all right, you are trying to be like real disrespectful. I mean, one step
1: further is you could like shit in your just hand and full slap somebody with it. Take a dump in your hand <laughs> and just, yeah. bam, slap to the face. <laughs> yeah, that would that's, be. That's that's the big one. Yeah,
0: that would that would definitely be something. <laughs> be like, how long has he been holding that for?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes when you gotta go, it's in the right moment. <laughs> the stars align. Um, I did think the the relationship between Frank and Jennifer. Was kind of interesting too.
0: Yeah, because she's like
1: she doesn't want him to keep doing this shit, but is also so willing to help him out. She's with like all their this.
0: lawyer, mm-hmm. I guess, right?
1: I think so. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. That,
0: she's like their lawyer, and like and she has connections with like like the judges and stuff around because mm-hmm. they're all like around with her and they and they kind of asking her like, why are you still hanging around with this fucking guy? Yeah, and she's like because he fucking he probably pays her so well, mm-hmm. and, and plus they're j- kind of in love. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Like, that's never really fully explored, which I kind of like because I didn't need that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you can see the desperation. Right. After. I, I like the subtleties in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't need to know what Frank went to prison for. We don't need to see their relationship being explored. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Like, we get that there's something there. And I'm okay with not knowing. We don't even get to, like, the
1: pain. Because, like, early on, like, the first 10 minutes, he's asking everybody that he sees, like, oh, why didn't you come visit me? Why yeah. didn't you call? Why didn't you send something? And, like, everybody just kind of has, like, a bullshit answer. Except for uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character, Jimmy, who is, like. Yeah, I
0: want to see you locked up like that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Which is really cool. And it, it begs a good question, too. Because it's, like, well, yeah, nobody really wants to see you locked up like that. Yeah. um, And, and you can see how, like, hardened he is by it where it's like he keeps his enemies close and his friends less close. <laughs> I fucked up that whole saying.
0: <laughs> his friends close but his enemies closer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it's it was it's it's an interesting dynamic though between between uh them. And I mm-hmm. and I like Lawrence Fishburne in this movie so much as like the crazy fucking guy that you don't really know what's going to happen because he he also is kind of nice. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Like, yeah, because he gives the kids, the, kids like, coins. the money and whatever. And he's like, yo, stop being mean to these kids. And he's yelling at the guy, the chicken, uh, mm-hmm. whatever, the chicken guy. <laughs> um, Man, that, they they bumped out food real quick. They too. did, right?
1: Like fucking like three minutes, not yeah. even. Yeah. Like that's a lot of food. Yeah,
0: <laughs> But uh, Dennis Gilly in this movie. Yeah. Like the character of Dennis Gilly, the cop. I really hate him. Like he, his death. Amazing. Yeah. Loved it so much.
1: Um, but he is also kind of like a crooked cop, like just trying to find any way to bring down frank yeah he he hates Frank with a passion, yeah um well, who doesn't hate Frank's
0: yeah I fucking hate Frank's <laughs> the wedding scene I thought was a little eh whatever mm-hmm. um it it's, it's, but i did I did really like the um the when he's like making out with the guy's wife yes and then the guy's like hey that's my wife and he's <laughs> like i'm just fucking with you it was, just <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> it was my girl <laughs> i thought that was pretty fun mm-hmm. um but yeah man i don't know like i don't i really just feel like this movie just you just kind of need to see this movie because again it's just so different than like all the other traditional mob films like there aren't that many like gritty gritty mob Mm -hmm. films like this that are like in the mainstream
1: yeah and i really liked the ending too with um with roy bishop like just going after him and you have this very kind of like anticlimactic last shootout scene where on the subway where frank like just pulls the the lady over and i was like what you want to die you want to die like fucking get out of here roy yeah And then he literally just, like, shoots him three times in the stomach. Yeah. And I thought that was really, really, again, like, this gritty style where it's, like, this is all too real of how it could happen. Like, this isn't, like, a very movie-esque scene. Yeah. This is, like, oh, yeah, he had the upper hand by having a hostage and he utilized it. Yeah. And then you get the goods of, like, him walking away. And for a good, like, three minutes, he's just walking, like, out of the subway, yeah. up the street. Yeah,
0: and I really liked it. Yeah. I thought it was gratifying.
1: Yeah, because you hear, like, the sirens going off. The police are after him now. They're looking. He gets in the cop car. And then he realizes that he got shot, too. Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah, the ending, ending was great. Perfect, because, like, he was able to go out on his terms. Yeah.
0: um, And I like that. I like how just terrifying frank is in the film Mm -hmm. without really necessarily having to be that like he's not like he doesn't look like an intimidating person no like you know like you don't you don't pass him on the street and be like oh yeah like that's that's a scary guy Mm -hmm. but like i think it's one of those like situations where you're if you're with if you're with him it's you know you remember uh in the dark knight rises um when bane puts his hand on that man's shoulder Mm -hmm. i don't know have you seen that movie so like he puts that he puts his hand on that on his shoulder and he's like he's like can you feel that the, the power or whatever he says to <laughs> <Yeah>. that like <laughs> politician dude in that thing and and the guy just like goes into like this state of like oh my god mm-hmm. like i know that at any point i can just die and it's only just by touching him and i kind of feel like that's the power that frank has in the in a weird way where it's like he's got like this thing where like he's got the power of like that touch of like he, he distills fear into people, but also if he likes you, he, he can make you feel like you're the safest person in the world because he's going to like, just, he's going to defend you. Yeah. Like when he, when they're on the subway and they're, and he's like with, with his girl and they're kind of like making out and whatever. And then those kids run up on them. You can see the fear in their eyes when he like fully like cocks his whole body towards them. Mm-hmm. And they all kind of like, tense up a little bit and yeah. he throws him his money mm-hmm. because he's like, I could give a, sh- I could care less about that. This is Trump change. And also I could use you guys.
1: Yeah. as like my as my mules that's the scariest part is when like he offers them the money and is like come by the apartment right and it's like oh fuck like you you don't realize what you did because now you're stuck like <laughs> right. you're, you're working for him now and you're either out by death or out by death right like, there's, there's nothing else <laughs> <laughs>
0: which is like incredible and it's like really again what i'm saying is like it's really great subtle storytelling mm-hmm. um And, and I just, I love the idea of, of that type of character. Like those type of characters are always really, really compelling to me. Mm. The ones that you don't really know their backstory, but, but they have such a presence on screen. Yeah. And all the characters around them acknowledge that presence. The only
1: thing that I think I would have loved to see out of this film is Frank not dying at the end. And, like, actually gaining, like, political power. Like, becoming the king of New York. Yeah. Like, that would have been kind of, like, this bittersweet pill to swallow.
0: Yeah. Lawrence Fishburne, as whatever Jimmy, I think his name was. Mm-hmm. Very, um, very 90s. Death,
1: very 90s of how many times he has to get shot to die. Yeah,
0: extremely. Mm-hmm. And But his death, like, when he's, like, laying on the ground screaming, I thought that was great.
1: Yeah, where like, he's yelling, like, kill me. Yeah, yeah.
0: I thought that was really, really good. Mm-hmm. It, it was, like, almost a little too much, but... But I think, I think it was, like, perfect. Like it,
1: well, it was the same thing, too, like, five minutes beforehand with Wesley Snipes' character, where it's like he's just shooting him in the gut. Yeah. But he's got the, the, the bulletproof vest on. Right. And he just gets that one. Yeah. And that's just enough.
0: Yeah. Uh, Wesley Snipes, I wish they, they kind of utilized him a little more. Yeah. And, again, like, the, he wasn't super famous at this time. This was kind of, like, right on the cusp of, like, right when he was about to blow up. Mm-hmm. But, like, I guess kind of knowing who Wesley Snipes is now... It's like, going back, it's like, man, I wish you guys utilized them a little bit more. (laughs) Yeah. But it's
1: okay, because like, what, six, seven years later, he made Blade?
0: Blade is awesome. Blade is so
1: good. Blade 1 and 2? Are so good. Fucking great. (laughs) Blade 3? Who could give a fuck?
0: It's kind of like the same thing with the Terminator.
1: (laughs) I found like this really cool chart at one point. I got to find it, because you, like, I literally agreed with it. And it was like a tier list of trilogies of like, how good versus how bad. Yeah. And I agreed with all of them.
0: Yeah. Um... But yeah, overall, I think King of New York is a great uh, deep cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, that's what I'm going to call this movie. It's a deep cut. It's like a movie that I feel like if I went to like hit people around our age and ask them to like if they ever heard of it, all of them would say no. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I kind of have to just thank Tarantino for like the reference be- yeah. or the recommendation, because it was it was definitely like pleasantly surprising. I definitely am not head over heels in love with it. And like nearly as much as as he and, and the people that he was like talking to were, But. It was a very very good time. Like yeah. I really had a blast with this movie. Like and like it really surprised me. And I'm telling you, man, from that opening shot of the dude getting like blown away inside the um the uh, phone booth, I was like, all right, I'm in it. Like that's it. Like you got me.
1: Yeah. Shout out to Tubi too, because like that that streaming site like is actually yeah. yeah, it's super cool. Like you, one of the few that you don't actually have to like. Pay for they have it?
0: advertisements but yeah who cares? Yeah. You just
1: you literally just put in your email address and like everything is there for you. Yeah, And that's where I watched this and that was cool. Yeah, um, so I give it 8 out of 10 Coca-Colas.
0: I thought you were going to say cocaines. No. Bags of cocaine. But Jimmy likes the Coke. Uh, yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my soda Where's bitch? my soda? Make it a Coca-Cola. A yeah. cold one. A <laughs> cold one. You want me drinking this warm shit? <laughs> <laughs> um so I have a recommendation. Okay. So since I've been I was For a little while, incapacitated, I had I had a lot of time on my hands, so I started reading uh, more books, and I started I picked up. It's kind of in correlation because Tarantino recommended this movie, and subsequently, Tarantino recommended. No, no, no. no. Uh, Tarantino released Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, a Mm. novel. Really, and it's it's an interesting read Mm -hmm. because most of the time it there you you see that you you read the book first or Mm -hmm. it is a book first and then they do an adaptation to then make the movie and then everybody goes all the movies better or all the books always so much better the book is always so much better Mm -hmm. this is unique because the movie came out first yeah and then the and now and then the book comes out you know a year and a half later two years later so you already know these characters and now you're just getting more of them. You're getting more in depth about them. You're seeing more of their li- their lives. And um and it's it's not super small. It's about four hundred pages. Mm-hmm. Um so it's it's if you liked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I did. I'm
1: kind of indifferent on it.
0: I know. And I think if you rewatched it you might like it a little bit more. Um because it's a hangout movie. Mm-hmm. But again, if you enjoy the if you enjoy the movie, I really think that Once Upon a Time in Time Hollywood a novel um is really really worth the read. You get a lot more Charles Manson.
1: I was going to say like did, I was going to ask like did they change anything? Like is there anything Things things
0: have changed um cuz you I, could
1: almost just like literally Tarantino the way that he writes. He could have just put a hard cover on the script right and i mean sold it's it. not
0: it's not it's definitely not like a script you can definitely tell that it's it is a it is a real real actual novel mm-hmm. uh that he put a lot of time and effort into and there are a lot of scenes that were added and scenes that were changed around a little bit nothing dramatic like mm-hmm. like with like the scenes that are in the in the novel that were also in the movie some settings have changed, some like some people saying certain things have changed, whatever, but like generally that stuff has stayed pretty like truthful. But you just get a lot more of like hanging out with Cliff, which was my favorite character in the movie. That's yeah. Brad Pitt's character. Yeah. Um, you get a lot more like understanding who Rick Dalton is. Mm-hmm. Like he struggles with alcoholism. He has ADA or he has um what does he have? He he's got some disorder. I can't think of it on the top of my head. But like all of these things are not said in the movie so you just it's just like more of the of them um and it's really cool like i said there's a a bit more charles manson there's a bit more of the manson family um and you're and you're just you're just hanging out with them and i am really liking it a lot so there it is i'll
1: eventually check out the movie again (laughs) i know i don't know. know
0: so that's that nice zach what are we doing
1: uh, up next for movie discussion, we are going to be doing our top five favorite movie posters.
0: Of all time. Of
1: all time. Wow. 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 Owen Wilson will be joining us. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. wow. He's only going to say wow, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's, all <it> is. <laughs> uh, That's all we need him for. Yeah.
0: All right. So, Zach, take us out. All
1: right, guys. Thanks for listening. Now, Frank, I don't need forever.